campus of North Carolina State University on 88.1 WKNC HD1 FM. I'm John Hinton. We're absolutely stoked, thrilled, ecstatic to be coming at you live on one of the premier college radio stations in the nation. Keeping you up to date with the latest and the greatest with all the NC State sports. It's been a long summer, but we are excited to be back, and we're excited that you're back listening to us on our new day, on our new time, Fridays at 4 rather than Wednesdays at 5. Hopefully this will um, improve the quality of our show as... You know, we have more time to prepare. We're right before the the weekend mm-hmm. for, you know, like volleyball, soccer games, football games on yep. Saturdays. But we're so excited to be back, so excited to be doing the show again, so excited to talk about sports. I am absolutely stoked. John, how was your summer? It was pretty good. It was pretty good. I worked a lot, as most college students do. Mm-hmm. Worked a lot, lifeguarding, coaching, outside a lot. Uh, I got a nice tan, which is rare because yeah. if you're uh, new with us, I'm a redhead. Yeah. Tan redheads, you know, I'm, doesn't happen that often. But how was your summer? My summer was uh, also work, and I did go to the beach and the lake once, well, for like a week back and forth. But yeah. I got burnt. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm a person that would get tan. Like, I don't struggle to get tan. I just, uh, it's like I get out there for the first day in the sun, pasty white, and yeah. I'm like, I look up at the sun, and I'm like, all right. You and me, mano y mano, let's go at it again. I do not put on sunscreen, and then I complain for the next three days mm. when I get burned. Yeah, I don't even I'm put on guy. sunscreen, though. I don't put on sunscreen. Yeah. I just, ugh. See, for you listeners out there, my Blessed. girlfriend is also a redhead, but she does not tan. Yeah. And she, she just despises John being able to tan. I, I told you, it was rare. It's very rare. You're such a rare, you're so rare, John. It's amazing. Yeah, I'm quite exquisite. <laughs> I am, I'm really excited to be back on the air. I mm-hmm. have to say... I got that intro absolutely perfect. I was surprised <laughs> nice, by nice that. Nice job, nice Only job. Only practiced that once. And uh, we have a lot for you guys this year. We're going to have more athletes on. Um, we have a lot going on this week. Well, in particular, this weekend. We haven't had as much going on in the uh, in the other non-revenue sports. But mm-hmm. We've got Wolfpack football coming up, what, in two days? That's yeah. the home opener? Uh, no, no. Uh, a week from two days a from now. A week from Saturday. Ticket, uh, student ticket like request opens on Saturday. So if you're a student looking to get a ticket to that first game, mm-hmm. then uh, Saturday, I think actually, I think it might be uh, Saturday night at midnight. So Yeah, the, so that Sunday morning there. Yeah, so Sunday morning technically. It is going to be hectic for those uh, servers or that website anyway because a lot of people are super excited to start the football season. We have a lot of potential. We're going to talk about... That a little later in the show. Uh, right now, though, we have some golf news for you, slash just NC State awesomeness news. The uh, 2018 Wolfpack Hall of Fame. Yeah. Uh, Tim Clark, he's a former Wolfpack golfer. He's from uh, South Africa. Uh, me, my dad, and my uncle, we always called him Smurf. No idea why. <laughs> That's just what we did. he's like 5'7"? Uh, no, no, just... Just call him Smurf, but that's that's what we always did. Uh, two-time winner on the PGA Tour, multiple-time international champion. Mm-hmm. He's won nearly twenty-four million in his career as a pro golfer. Which uh, I mean, golfers make a lot of money. In case yeah. you're not aware, especially in I mean, PGA Tour is mm-hmm. all that we really see, but international tournaments all the time. Euro League, you know. Um, he's played with a condition in his arm. It's radial and ulnar deviation of the wrists which uh, basically made it he couldn't face his arms, palms up, which mm-hmm. means kind of perfect for golf, honestly. 
Yeah, and <laughs> it did make it so we had to play with a special putter, which was later banned. I think it's called the pendulum putter. The belly putter. Yeah. Yeah. So that was later banned, but mm-hmm. he used to play with that. Um, he's going to be one of five individuals enshrined in the 28 Hall of Fame, uh, 2018 Hall of Fame, and that's going to be September 14th. That's going to be a gala in Reynolds Coliseum. So about three weeks away. The yeah. others are basketball players Rodney Monroe, Trudy Lacey, and uh, swimmer Colin Jones, and late athletics director Willis Casey. Yeah, just something about Rodney Monroe. He played uh, at NC State from 1988 to 1991. He played with Chris Cortiani. They were known as Fire and Ice, of course. Uh, drafted by the Atlanta Hawks. Had a very successful, uh, well, not really successful. He had a very successful professional mm-hmm. career. Uh, bouncing around, playing in Europe, playing in different countries. Um, represented the United States in 1989 for the national team in the FIBA Americas Championship. Nice. And they won a silver medal there. Trudy Lacey, she played at NC State um, during the years 1977 to 1981, and she coached in the WNBA from 2001 to 2012. She also represented the United States in 1981 and 1983, winning gold at the World University Games. Hitting us with all the important statistics right there. Yeah. Colin Jones, of course, the gold medalist or national champion yeah. swimmer. Colin for, Jones, probably um, one of the first swimmers that I really like, like watched growing up, mm-hmm. like the first Olympics, 2008, when Phelps was winning all that. Um, I was looking at you know Colin Jones because he's from NC State. Yeah. He's a sprinter. When you're when you're ten, you you want to do all the sprinting events. Just, I mean, he still has uh, records hanging up in yeah, he does. Uh, the natatorium. Yeah, and, and he still uh, swims there sometimes. Yeah, and yeah trains, he so. still comes and trains. He's still on Team USA. If you hang so. out at the natatorium, you can have a Cullen Jones sighting. Yeah, if you want, maybe take a picture with him. I haven't done that though. No, I saw, of, I I met him before. It's pretty cool. Yeah, he's pretty a pretty cool, cool guy. guy. Uh, mm-hmm. Willis. Uh, the other one was Willis Casey. He is a. Uh, um, late athletics director. So rest in peace, Willis. Mm-hmm. You're going to be in the 2018 Wolfpack Hall of Fame. Up next, us to talk about soccer season started. I'm really excited for this because last year, for you guys that are returning, you know this. For new listeners, we appreciate you and your time. And yeah. uh, we made the NCAA tournament in both men's and women's soccer. In fact, for the new listeners, we made the postseason for every single fall sport. Yes. So we are really good. And we actually finished <laughs> at the end of the year. We were uh, sixth in the Director's Cup, which is um, it's all like the total sports. total athletics. Yeah. So basically we had the sixth best ranking of all our athletic teams. And we would have been higher if wrestling had, and like other schools like were so close. Swimming was so close mm-hmm. to a national championship as well as wrestling had more national championships. But yeah, we were really close. We would have been better, but we were really good last fall. Hopefully, some of the World Cup soccer high will um, help the NC State soccer teams get a little more support this year. You know, because like, I mean, you know, when you come in off a of summer where everybody's watching it on mm-hmm. TV, you know, everyone's playing it. I mean, hopefully we'll get more people at the games because our teams are really good and they're both playing at the same time, just like basketball. Yep. Um, we're going to start with women's though. And if you listened to us last year, you know how good Ziara King is. Oh, she's still my God. the best uh, player on the team. She's the best player in the Atlantic Coast Conference. You're hearing it here first, man. Honestly, yeah. I mean, there's, there's yeah. There is no one better. All right. So NC State, to start off the year, uh, like a week and a half ago, August, uh, I think 16th or something like that, they went over to Navy. They were ranked preseason number 20 in the mm-hmm. country. And they go to Navy and they're trailing 1 0 in the first half. 
after, and uh, yeah, then the second half happened. Yeah, spoiler alert, we won. Uh, Ziara King scored two second half goals. Navy got on board in the 34th minute, like Ben said, but uh, Ziara King scored in the 69th minute, and then Taylor Moore played a ball over the middle to Ziara, and uh, it was uh, deflected in to the keeper, couldn't control it. Uh, King, she cleared it up to tie the game. Yeah, because uh, what happened there was, like you said, the pass over the middle, and the defender tried, because she knew. She knew she mm-hmm. can't outrun King. Yeah. You cannot outrun <laughs> her. She is super fast, and she tried to head it to the keeper, and the keeper kind of needed it yeah. to kind of keep the ball down, mm-hmm. and King was just right there because she kept hustling and she kept yep. running, and she basically walked it into the net for the game-tying goal in the 69th minute. And then she got the game-winning goal four minutes later, uh, forced a turnover, uh, had a three-on-three, took right post to the end line, smashed a shot into the top right of the net, oh upper God. right, upper right, upper right all day. Yeah, she. Um, <laughs> that was a shot that I saw on the highlight. A lot of people try to cross that shot, but she got a little bit of corner on her defender. Mm-hmm. And she, it was like right next to the post, so it was a really great play by yeah. her. Let NC State to that 2-1 win to open the year over Navy. This is the third straight year under Coach Tim Tim Santoro that we have started off 1-0 and the fifth of the six years that he's been here. Mm -hmm. We've started off 1-0. Programs trending up just like pretty much all NC State sports right now. Uh, We also beat Monmouth in the home opener. Chrissy Schuster, she scored the game winner in double overtime in the 103rd minute. To give a 1-0 win in front of the home crowd. Yeah. Six straight year, we started out 1-0 at home, all under Tim Santoro there. Mm-hmm. This uh, this goal actually got on SportsCenter. It was number three on SportsCenter. And uh, part of that, you talked about the support. But from what I could see on the highlights, the, it was a packed stadium there. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone was going crazy. It was a fantastic shot. Um, the beginning of the game, first 25 minutes, both teams were getting a lot of shots and a lot of corners. But in the second half, NC State really cracked down. Monmouth only had two shots and one corner. And the game-winning play, Schuster, she got a pass from Maxine Blackwood near the top of the right box. And a defender comes running out at her from her left, and she really overplays the outside leverage. And Schuster Mm -hmm. just makes one cut, one cut with the ball. Because she's a defender normally. She's not even up there to score goals. Mm -hmm. And she made one cut, practically dropped the defender. Like, the girl, I think, fell to one knee. It was amazing. And she just floated out. Floated the shot over the keeper who had to rush her yeah. because that was the last line of defense. The defender really, really blew it there, but it was a yeah. fantastic goal by Schuster. Yeah, I, I really like when I'm watching soccer. I love those chip goals when the goalie has to rush because mm-hmm. it makes the goalie make a decision. Yep. Like I was at a high school game uh, about a week ago, and uh, the goalie couldn't commit whether or not to come out. And it was like, it was an easy goal because he took two steps forward and then decided to retreat. And it's like, Open net with no defender on you. So it's really one of the most like intense parts of the game. So go support the pack. Maybe you'll see a goal like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I was forced to play goalie when I played soccer. It was just rec soccer when I was like 12. And it was like no one on the team wanted to play goalie. So we did like a shift. And I, I just hated it so much because um, like just the pressure on it. Like now in higher up soccer, there's not as much pressure on the keeper in my opinion just because like, for instance, with penalty shootouts, there's almost no pressure on the keeper because you're not expected to get any saves. And so yeah, if you get yeah. one, you did a great job as a keeper because mm-hmm. of how rigged it is for the penalty spot to be so close. Eh, I wouldn't say rigged. I don't I'd know. I wish they'd take it back just a little bit. I guess, I guess it's where it's supposed to be because if you had a penalty in the box, 
you probably were going to score a goal anyway. You, that yeah, that's the point. But you'd be you'd, you'd be surprised how much just like five yards difference can make. Yeah, especially with like the velocity of a ball. Like I mean, yeah, like penalties are either it's a it's a one or a zero. It's binary code. Either you miss it or you get it. Pretty much. Yeah. Either you hit it fast and it's accurate and it's going in, or you hit it slow or it's inaccurate. You know stuff like that. So if you take it outside of the box, it's, it's going to be like. One for five beats zero for five. Okay, yeah, I guess yeah. that's true. I just, uh, like, if you watch the World Cup, you had a keeper, you just had to randomly guess which direction he was going to yeah, go. That, yeah. And sometimes <laughs> you guessed right, and the shot was so good, you can't mm-hmm. physically get to the bottom left corner if the ball is just inside the post. Yeah. Anyway, that's part of what makes soccer really fun beautiful to watch. Game. The beautiful game, yeah. So moving on up after starting the year 2-0 and for the second straight year, because if you remember from the show last year, we talked about women's soccer starting off really hot. I think we started off 7-1. and if I remember yeah, correctly. Yeah, I think that's right. So we hosted in-state rivals, ECU. <laughs> rivals. Yeah. Um, we played them our second double overtime game of the young season, but we played them to a 1-1 draw. They NC State women's soccer has practically played a fourth game right now with two double overtimes because that's an extra 30 minutes each. Mm-hmm. So they've played an additional 60 minutes, which when they're added on to the end of 90 minutes, They've essentially played another game yeah. this early in the season, which I don't I don't know how that may affect them later in the year for being fatigued. But if it's gonna happen, I'd rather it happen like in the beginning. Yeah. So that you'll be rested up at the end of the year because we're we're going places in the postseason. Chrissy Schuster, she continued playing well with a nice pass to Kia Rankin, opened up the scoring for the pack in the fifteenth minute, but we couldn't hold the lead. ECU, they equalized in the thirty fifth minute off of a corner kick. Uh, Pirates really packed it in, played for the draw. NC State outshot 29-12. Couldn't get one to go. Uh, nine shots on goal, six corners compared to ECU's two, but it didn't matter in the end because goals are the only thing that gets you a win in soccer. Yep, and mm-hmm. up next for the women's program, we just talked about going out and supporting women's soccer and all the other non-revenue sports. We are hosting number 10 in the nation, South Carolina. That is the last of a three-match home stretch for the pack. And that's going to be 1 p.m. Dale Soccer Stadium. That's right here on campus off of Moral Drive, off of Western Boulevard. It's really easy. Parking is not going to be an issue at all. I think on the weekends it's free. You park in the Reynolds parking deck. Um, yeah, yeah it mistaken. is. It is. Yep. And it's Actually, really anywhere ch- on campus is free. After that's not an em- after f- on the weekends. Yeah, depending. That's not an employee lot. Yeah. Yeah. So but, you got to yeah. watch out for those signs. Learn, yeah. Learning from experience <laughs> over here. Yeah. Anyway, Likewise. so that's what's. That's what's new with women's soccer. Moving on to men's soccer, uh, if you remember last year, Manny Perez was pretty dang good for us last mm-hmm. year, and he is a preseason second-team All-American. He was first-team All-ACC. As uh, a freshman yeah, last year. freshman of the mm-hmm. year in the ACC. Led the team in goals with five, game-winning goals with three, and like four assists. Like, obviously, he's killing it for us. And, uh, of course, the top, I think, top drawer of soccer is expecting him to do the same for us this year. We are hosting... Tonight, 7 p.m., USC Upstate. And that's coming off of our first NCAA appearance since 2009. Yeah, uh, USC Upstate, not a great squad. They uh, averaged getting beaten 2-1 to one last year. Only have four returning starters. But last year, they did tie us mm-hmm. in a mutual shutout, 0-0. to zero. Doubt that's going to be the case tonight. 
uh, go support the pack. It's gonna it like no pun intended. It's gonna be a packed house. It, it really is. is. It is. Yeah, I know a lot of people who are like planning to go. It's gonna I be might. exciting. I'm gonna be really torn between watching the pack and watching the Panthers and Ooh, Patriots yeah. tonight That's at seven thirty because this is the third preseason game, which means we get to see the starters for three quarters. Mm-hmm. Cam Newton, Tom Brady. To be talked about in the right. Yeah, Cam Newton has never lost to Tom Brady. Yeah, this is foreshadowing. We'll talk about that later, but uh, (laughs) we are going to have a tough schedule this year in men's soccer, playing five of the top 11 teams in the preseason polls. Mm, mm, Of course, mm. uh, a lot of these from uh, the ACC. Which is absolutely stacked, yeah. The best conference in soccer. We got uh, UNC Chapel Hill, number three in the country. Akron, number four in the country as a non-conference. soccer? Like if it's the Akron Zips, I'll bet he does. Like if you, if someone like added LeBron and been like, you do know the Akron soccer team is number four. In I the bet country? he would know. Yeah, actually. Yeah, he probably he'd probably would. go to a game. That would be that would be really cool. But yeah, uh, three, four, five, and six. Number five being Wake Forest. Number six being Louisville, Mm-mm-mm. and uh, number eleven Clemson. What's even wilder is that Wake Forest, Louisville, and Clemson are all in our side of the ACC. Yeah. So yeah. So gonna be a a really tough regular season, but. If we can get two wins out of that, that'd be good. Three would be fantastic. Three would be fantastic. Three out of five uh, when you play like top 11 teams. Honestly, two out of five would be fine. Yeah. You know, because like, well, depending th- on which of those are at home. Yeah. Think about it from a basketball perspective. Mm-hmm. Like, because I mean, most people are more familiar with basketball. If, we are once again relating it back to basketball. Yeah. But, I love it. But give it the same, give them the same rankings. If you beat. Number three, Chapel Hill, because that's what's going to happen. I think upsets are more likely sport. in soccer just because there's less scoring. Like all you need I, is two lucky I goals. I disagree, actually, because did honestly, you see the World Cup this past year? Yeah, that was not an upset. No, no, I'm talking about the final. I'm talking about all of the upsets that happened. Argentina oh. was out. Portugal was yeah. out. Russia beat Spain. That's, that, Russia was the lowest ranked team that, in the world. That's Cup. a different conversation. Russia probably cheated because it was in Who Russia. Knows? And Argentina and Portugal it was a are one-player teams. I, I don't know how you cheat in a shootout. Like, that's probably in front the, of the that's entire probably, world That's watching. probably the easiest place to cheat. But but back to what I was saying. Let's say you beat Chapel Hill, uh, number three in basketball, and then you beat uh, number five Wake Forest. You lose to number four, number six, number eleven. That's still a solid like body oh, yeah, of work. For sure. but, yeah, like I mean, we honestly, might not have a great record as we did last year, but. What we're trying to preface you guys with is the schedule is going to be killing oh, yeah. us. They, we're in the ACC soccer, and it's absolutely loaded. So We're picked to finish fourth in the Atlantic, obviously behind the three teams I just named. Eighth of 12 teams overall, according to a preseason vote of coaches. Uh, Wake Forest predicted to win the Atlantic Division. Chapel Hill obviously predicted to win the overall conference title. Um, we tied for seventh in league standings last year despite a preseason prediction of 11th. So, and I think in soccer, there's only 12 teams still. Yes. I'm pretty sure. Only 12 teams. No, Notre Dame is not in our conference. I don't know yet. if Syracuse and Pittsburgh are Syracuse in Syracuse and Pittsburgh are not. Yeah, um, so. yeah, so hopefully we can uh, exceed expectations again this season. Yep, so yeah. that was all there is for NC State soccer. Once again, the game is tonight. It's on Dale Soccer Field right there on campus off Memorial Drive. You can park in Reynolds Coliseum. Another game that's tonight Volleyball opening the season tonight against VCU, Virginia Commonwealth University. That is also at 7 at Reynolds Coliseum. Wow. So if you're a student, you can just swipe your ID and kind of go back and forth, whichever one piques your interest more. Yeah. I don't know. I think soccer games run longer than volleyball games, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Volleyball games are not clocked. Yeah. So so that's what I mean. I mean, typically. So typically, if a volleyball game goes like five sets, Mm 
I would say they might be about the same. But yeah, usually soccer is going to run longer. And uh, we got also got Washington State on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, NC State Volleyball made the NCAA tournament last year. Again, mm-hmm. they got off to a rough start against a very tough schedule. I think it was 0-5. Uh, 0-5, oh, but they played four top 15 teams yep. or something like that. Uh, I don't know why Like we're confirming because the listeners aren't going to remember this. I mean, yeah. I guess you guys could look us up on SoundCloud because we do have a SoundCloud, and we're also... Um, as far as I know, we're still on WKNC's website if you look up the podcast and you can listen to all of last year's yeah, shows. Yeah, do, do that with your life. That'd be great. Go listen to all of our shows. Don't listen to the early ones. <laughs> Don't listen to the early ones. Yeah. We, we got way better as the semester progressed. But. but yeah, look for volleyball to have a really good season. We're returning most of our starters, most of our players in general, and uh, a lot of key role players stepping in or becoming juniors, seniors, stepping mm-hmm. into those leadership roles. Yeah. Yeah, so coming Sport up pack. next... We're going to take a quick break and play a a song that was selected by John, who's better at the music selection than I am, which hurts my soul to say. It really does. But um, we're going to talk about NC State football, what's coming up with the season, what to expect, our game versus James Madison, and I'm looking forward to our real rivalry versus Georgia State. You mean West Virginia? Oh, okay. (laughs) Uh, I'll explain it when we get back. Don't go anywhere. This is Local Swan by the Zolas. Enjoy. Pack is Life Sports Show, Benjamin Denton and John Hinton. We are back, and we are going to preview NC State's football season for you. Yeah, also shout out to Carson for listening to the show. Appreciate One of our biggest you, supporters, absolutely. Yeah, uh, he snapped me. He said to give him a shout out. So there's your <laughs> shout out, Carson. Yep. And um, we're just trying to fill time anyway, so. <laughs> we, got, we got a lot to talk about. With oh, the yeah, no, absolutely. Coming off the best year in program history. Um, she's a uh, prestigious and bowl win. Yeah, look, it's not our most wins. The only team that got more uh more drafted players for us was Alabama. Okay, and but, that's a huge deal but, in recruiting. But we did not win the most games in program history. I still we think it was our we best one ten win season. I got to ask you: Do you think we're going to win ten games this year? I have not looked at the schedule. Wow, in depth. Wow, what? You haven't looked at the schedule. I mean, I, I, I thought you would, John. I thought yeah. you would. Okay. I'll look at it now. Here's All right. I tell you the game I'm really excited for is Georgia State. It's strictly because my cousin goes to Georgia State. Oh, okay. And yeah. I want to be able to talk, like, bad things to him. Like, bad uh, things. Yeah. For yeah. Anyway, you know what I'm saying. Like, we're going we're gonna to absolutely trounce Georgia State. But we got James Madison coming up. Uh, Carson's brother actually plays on uh, James Madison. Really? Yeah. That's cool. So I know that. Um, yeah, two shout-outs. Carson into the program. <laughs> you know what game I'm really excited for, though? West Virginia? West Virginia. Don't they have a Heisman? Uh, Will Greer. Is, so what's he, what's he like? Um, well, he was at Florida. Uh-huh. And Florida oh, yeah. was Remember that name? really not successful at all because, I mean, I don't, I mean, Jim McElwain, not the greatest coach, mm-hmm. honestly, didn't really know how to protect his quarterback, didn't know how to, like, yeah, you know, get an offense. Jacoby was from Florida as well. Yeah. Florida it, transfer, now NFL quarterback. Cam Newton was a Florida transfer. Oh, that's true. Under Urban Meyer, but still. Oh, Florida, my gosh. Florida does not know how to handle their quarterbacks. I mean, Tim Tebow, man. Come yeah, on he's now. had a great career in the pros. I oh. like Tim Tebow. Just, no, he's, but, going, he's but going into baseball. Will so Greer, good. Heisman candidate, potential Heisman candidate. He's definitely He was on ESPN's Heisman Watch. Ryan Finley, 
Not on ESPN's Heisman Watch, really? but definitely on our Heisman Watch. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm very serious. I saw he was on Scott McShay's. He was the number one quarterback on okay. Scott McShay's uh, preseason mock draft. Yeah, but he only here's had him the in thing. the top 20 Here's the, draft. the thing. The uh, draft, like draft projections in Heisman oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are, no. are very, very different. That. I get yes. that. So I think uh, ESPN definitely thinks he's going to be drafted, but I don't know if they're predicting a Heisman season because, like, say NC State goes eight and four in the regular season, wins a bowl game, nine and four. Not really a Heisman uh, year because, like, RG three, I remember, is probably the last to win a Heisman on like a non-contending team because mm-hmm. they went, um, I believe, they went ten and three. Yeah, that year, nine and three. Year. They didn't even win the Big Twelve, but he still won the Heisman. I think that. Ryan Finley's going to have to put up spectacular numbers if to win the Heisman if we don't win oh, ten games for sure. It's it, a I numbers mean, it's game. Not, yeah, it's not even. Yeah, it's it's not up for debate. And but Finley's not really a numbers guy. He's really a, just a big time team guy. Like he will just do whatever the coaching staff asks him to do. And if that's just Dinkin yeah. and Duncan, and he's kind and, of a Nick Foles, yeah. if you will. Like I mean. Like we saw last year, he made like a one-handed catch on some trick play. We saw Nick Foles make a catch in the Super Bowl. I was there Bowl. for that. That was yeah, awesome. yeah, that was sick. But like, yeah, some quarterbacks, not all quarterbacks, catch the ball. Tom in the Super Brady. Bowl. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But um, I mean, I see, I see like uh, a guy. He's in his last season, obviously, kind of a um, you know, he's a, he's a grad student now, but um, they'll still call him a senior because it's his last year. But mm-hmm. um, getting that degree. Yeah, getting that degree. He's at uh, his last year of eligibility, like so he's a senior. But I see like. He's been the starter for what is this his third year? This yeah, is his third, his year, third be- year being a starter. Third year being the starter. Second year where he didn't have to compete for the job. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got all five wideouts from last oh, year returning. I forgot about Jalen McClendon. Like when Finley came here, they were doing a two quarterback yeah, system. Yeah. For at least the first game, and then McClendon first three games. First three games. Yeah. McClendon threw a couple picks in a game, and then Finley came in in the second half, and it's been Finley's job ever since. Yeah. McClendon transferred. I'm not sure where. Yeah, but well, I mean, um, I don't blame him. I yeah, mean, no, don't Ryan blame Finley. Don't blame him at all. But um, I mean, yeah, he's got all five receivers returning. Uh, you know, he's got a breakout year. Who? Mecca Amizi. Please don't interrupt me. I'm just, I'm, just, I'm kidding. What? I'm kidding. What? Yeah. Who show is this? No, John? he's who he, show is this? That's the um, he's the guy who had a pretty big game against Wake Forest. Yeah, right? and then yeah. he fumbled. Yeah, but yeah, yeah let's, well, let's forget about that. No, I'm team not, game. I'm, team I'm game. Just, <laughs> I'm just recalling, and I'm saying he's yeah. gonna have a breakout year. Of course, Kelvin Harmon. I think might turn out to be the best wide receiver in the country. Yeah. And he's probably the best NFL prospect on this team, I think, at least offensively. Naheem Hines, if he had stayed, would have been a Heisman. Yeah. I think a Heisman he's caliber on the guy. Colts now. Yeah. I think he's uh, moved up to depth chart. He might even be number one. I'm not certain. Wouldn't I know surprise he's, me. He's their number one kick returner and punt returner already. He's a speedy dude. Yeah. He he's is gonna, I mean, super fast. Yeah. And really strong. But I, I agree with you. I think Kelvin Harmon's going to have a big year. I think he might even hit 80 catches. Yeah. You know, which would be pretty spectacular. Maybe even 90. What would you say? I mean, that, is that, a good, that, that's pushing it a little bit, but still. A good Kelvin Harmon comparison. Good I would ke- say, ooh. like, a, a, a poor man's Julio Jones. Obviously, I'm not saying he is mm. Julio Jones, but I think he's that style. He's not that big as Julio. He's not as big as Julio. Yeah, but I, he, go, he, he um, high points the ball. He's really good in those contested catches. And from what I've watched him, he does run the slot and he does run underneath and stuff. He t- does play mostly on the outside. I like Michael Thomas. Michael honestly. Thomas. I think Michael Thomas is a good comparison. I was so wrong about him last year. Yeah, Mike. Michael Thomas is not the biggest receiver. Mm-hmm. He's not even the fastest receiver, but he just he comes down with the ball. Yeah, and that's what that's what Kelvin Harmon does. What a luxury for Ryan Finley. 
Um, because you yeah. have Harmon. Is it Jacoby Myers is still on there? Jacoby Myers. Yeah, like you said, top five wideouts coming back. Yeah. Um, what's what's the running back that was behind uh Gillespie? Reggie yeah. Gillespie. Reggie Gillespie. Oh, he's gonna yeah. have a huge year. Yeah, and uh, we lost two of our starting offensive linemen, but um, you know. I mean, our line's still going to be strong. That's where we were very deep last year on the offensive line, just like we were on the defensive mm-hmm. line. So I really don't see that as being. I don't see the offense as being an issue this year. Yeah, and I don't, it wasn't last year. The defense was our forte, but the offense was still a lot better than what most analysts projected mm-hmm. or expected. And part of that was the play of Finley, and the offensive line was actually one of the highest rated in the country. Mm-hmm. It was last yeah. year, and our our entire defensive line got drafted along yeah. with uh, two linebackers, I think. Yeah, but I mean. We got a lot of younger players coming in. We mm-hmm. got a lot of players with experience backing up those players coming in. And I mean, obviously, I mean, our defense is it's going to miss a few beats. Yeah, I mean, you don't have same. Bradley Chubb. You're not going to be Spe- the same. Speaking of Chubb, did you see him uh, safety Mitch Trubisky in the end zone? Uh oh! Wait, 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 wait! I did not see that. I'm thinking of a different preseason but, game. Oh, it was yeah, it was Broncos Bears, and he uh, safety Trubisky in the end zone. And then afterwards tweeted out like a uh, wolf emoji greater than Tar Heel emoji, something like that. Nice. But yeah, it was pretty cool. Pretty cool. But it's kinda hurt my heart to see all the hazing they've been doing to Chubb. Like Oh, the, that was bad. Man. I know. They, yeah. the, the haircut they did and yeah. he was carrying people's the, Just pads. the fact that he has to be on the Broncos makes me really sad. I know. That was literally the only <laughs> team I didn't want him to go to. I was uh, I didn't so want hard. him to go on the Saints. I want well, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I take that back. Yeah. yeah. Saints, the Broncos. I wanted him on the Browns so bad. Because I could Miles Garrett, Bradley yeah, Chubb. I mean, yeah. I'm I'm pulling so hard for the Browns this year. Yeah. Anyway, we're getting a little bit off track. NC it's State okay, football, though. we have the schedule. <laughs> we open the year with James Madison, Georgia State, ranked West Virginia team, and then Marshall. By the way, the rankings, preseason rankings, I could not care less about. I yeah. really do not care. And I honestly, I think they should be gotten aw- done away with because all they do is bias us. We look at these teams before the year. We look who had the highest rated recruiting classes and stuff two or three years ago. I think ago. they should have one ranking in preseason. One ranking? Bama. Bama. <laughs> Oh my God! Bama is ranked one, and nobody else has ranked anything. And you have to beat Bama to get number okay, one. So here's the thing: <laughs> this is that is not wrong. That is not wrong. But to continue yeah. my argument about getting away with these preseason rankings, like NC State, not yeah. ranked in the preseason. Yeah, we have to start the year four and zero before we'll even get sniffed in the top twenty five. Right? Eh, three and zero. Well, yeah, a win over West Virginia. Assuming West Virginia doesn't start off really bad. Yeah. Let's say West Virginia is still ranked. Then they'll go. Oh, NC State's good versus West Virginia who has already started out in the top 25, they could play JMU, Georgia State, go 2-0, move from 17 to 14. And they haven't done anything. So yeah. that's why I don't think the, the preseason rankings are Oh, no, are I fair, agree with you. You're, just, you're making the teams that aren't ranked prove to you they're good, and the teams that are ranked have to just prove that they're bad yeah. versus having to prove that they're actually worthy of the rankings. I mean, I, I agree with you. I think preseason rankings are a little foolish, a little... Old-fashioned kind of, you know, people, fans are obsessed with the rankings because it's something to brag on before yeah, we've your gone team all wins. all summer without football. Yeah, well, it plus it's like it's something to brag on before your team wins a championship, before your team, you know, beats that other team. It's it's just, it's basically just talking smack beforehand. I think NC State started out in the preseason rankings last year, if I'm 24. not. Yeah, if I'm yeah. not mistaken, which is not good for us because we never do well, as well as our expectations most of the time. Last year yeah. we did do well at the end. But All like, right, so looking at these ACC games, we got, uh, I mean, we pretty much play the same opponents every year, but it just depends whether or not we're home or away. So I'm looking at this schedule, and 
man, we only have Clemson and Florida State. That's the only names we have on here. West Virginia, but like we have UNC. Don't don't even don't even at me. They're gonna be so bad this year. It's not even. It's. <laughs> I'm sorry. It will be super funny. I can't wait it to play in Keenan Stadium Stadium because there's probably gonna be more. F- NC State fans than UNC yeah. fans, but I don't know. Do you think Louisville is going to be any good this year? Wake Forest actually, I think will be good. Mm. I think Wake Forest is a bowl team. They get better every year. Wake Forest is going to be a tough game, but we get them at home this year, which will be nice. Which uh, does make a huge difference because Wake, no matter how bad they are in any sport, they always, always beat NC State. They're always really good at home, though. Even like well, basketball, they, they've been historically yeah. bad for a, few, a couple years stretches, and they've still won at home. So, like the fact that we have Wake. Here in, in uh, Carter-Finley is a pretty big deal. Yeah, we get Wake Forest, Boston College, Virginia, and Florida State. Um, Florida State is, in my opinion, an overrated team. You talked about those preseason rankings. Mm-hmm. I think uh, they're just going they on pedigree. Have, aren't they getting Francois back? DeAndre Francois? Yeah, but I mean, I think the key to their success for all these years is Jimbo Fisher. And he's over at Texas A&M now. Which I hate. I really do. I just yeah. Anytime Which I, can, I, have, I have to hear I have something, from the Go ACC fans. Yeah. Oh my I have gosh. something to say. If a coach just leaves a school mm-hmm. and doesn't have to sit out a year, then why should athletes have to sit out a year? That is a good question. Because there is, I mean, really, Jimbo's, he's, he's getting millions of dollars, you know, to mm-hmm. coach at Florida State. And I mean, this is old news. It's just something I want to talk about. I think it, it's because of eligibility. Like an athlete, you only get four years and a coach, you can just coach as long as you're People want to give you a job, pretty much. Yeah, but why Why should you have to wait to use another year of eligibility? That's the thing. Like, why couldn't... Um, I mean, obviously, you can't transfer during the season. Wouldn't you know, it be something ridiculous. if the NBA made you sit out a year? So we wouldn't have DeMarcus Cousins going <laughs> over to the Warriors. I yeah, think that's that'd be maybe, dumb. That's maybe what the rule has in mind. I'm, I, don't, I won't I'm say saying, it's I'm fair. saying you shouldn't make athletes sit out a year, you know? Yeah, but if, then they would switch a lot. Yeah, but... Yeah, that's true. That's true, but what if like uh, you know being on a team is not good for the athlete individually, and what if they feel pressured to stay because they don't want, you know, to redshirt another mm-hmm. year? They might not get a scholarship for that year, or something like that. I think it's it's time for the rules to the change rules in a lot of college. Update. Yeah, R- rules could use an update. And I don't have the answer right here, of but course I not. do. Yeah. I do agree that it doesn't seem fair. Yeah, and on the outset, that coaches can just leave after you recruited guys for right. three years and told them how they're going to be amazing. And right. then a new coach comes in and says, okay, I don't want you on the team. Football and basketball too. Like, I mean, the one and done rule I think is outdated. I mean, I think they're going to switch it soon in like uh, either 2020 or 2021. They're going to start letting kids come out of high school. Mm. So like, I just think. Just in time for Bronny, LeBron James Jr. Wait, when is? Bronny is only 13. 13 or 14? Yeah. Yeah. So. 13. That's going to be five years. 13. So five years. That'd be class cool. of 2023. Oh, I think, uh, didn't LeBron time up his free his contract to expire when Bronny would be draft eligible? Yep. So he's basically just going to end up going to whoever. Whoever drafts Bronny. Is and we're assuming, LeBron. I guess, that he'd be a number one pick, but we don't know. Uh, I doubt it, but he'll get drafted. We'll he's, see. He's no jello. Would people draft <laughs> LeBron James Jr. to get LeBron at what, 39 <laughs> or 38? Yeah. The Hornets would. It'd be great. I would love Hornets it. Hornets would not because Michael Jordan's our owner and he has too much I know, pride but then he'd wait, winning over pride. He'd wait until LeBron was 38 and not as good, and then he'd, he'd take mm, LeBron. Yeah. That'd be cool. All right. Record predictions for this year, looking at our schedule, looking at our roster. We should Give win me a number. eight. We should win eight. Okay. I'm looking at these, and I'm seeing eight wins. What would you put... 
if you had to put money on a number, it'd probably wins, be eight. If I had to put regular money, season, you put money I on eight. We, I would. I think this is a nine-win team, okay. and that all depends on the defense, honestly. Yeah, because like, we know the offense is going to be killer, but what's the defense going to be like? I think. I think this is a nine-win team, but I'd be willing to put money on ten. Really? Yeah, because I think. Um, I mean, I mean, what winning at Clemson would be really cool. Winning at Clemson would be something that we should have done like the past two times. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, honestly, I think Clemson is I not mean, going to be as good as last year, which was they were not as good as the year before. They're going to be a challenge, but it's definitely not unobtainable. I think. I think let's say we beat Clemson on the road mm-hmm. and we lose to We're um, gonna lose to one of the bad teams at home. I think we do Wake that Forest. Every year. Let's say we lose to Wake Forest. Okay. They're I not a bad that. team, but they're a losable team. I do think they're a bowl game a bowl team. And also uh, a couple years ago we had Marshall. I don't know if we lost or we had Last a really year we close, had Marshall. A really close game or was it last lost? year we played them close in the first half and oh, yeah. then pulled away. Yeah, yeah, but they I had like, that. Yeah. I like watching Marshall because it makes me think of Randy Moss. Oh, they had a receiver that got like 300 yeah. yards on us. That game. yeah, yeah, that yeah, that's that's the one I was talking about. Oh my god, I, I was watching was... him play. I was like, he's looking like Randy Moss out there. But who's I... my favorite receiver ever? But Randy Moss, your favorite? Yeah, of course. I know. I got to think about. He's that. He's the greatest of all time. Hmm. Let's we can talk about that later. I, I didn't even thought about that, dude. We got time, dude. Steve Smith. Time. Steve Smith is my favorite. Greatest of all time? No, he's my favorite. I don't know okay. about greatest okay. of all time. I haven't. You know how I am about this. I don't want to sit here and say people I've never watched are the greatest. Like, Oh, come on. you got to make a hot take every once in a while. Steve Smith is the greatest of all time. Okay, there you go. No, he's not, not but he's probably... <laughs> so it's not a hot take. He's super fun to watch. Oh, my God. I oh, miss yeah, he Steve was. Smith. He was the greatest. A lot of people think DJ Moore could be the next Steve Smith, but we'll see. I think DJ Moore is going to be the next DJ Moore. That's... Oh, wow. That's really original. Yeah. Let him be his own person. There you go, John. Mm-hmm. Shy away from the hot takes. Want to talk about the Panthers now? Do I want to talk about the yeah. Panthers? Let's see. <laughs> Am I like obsessed with the Panthers? Yes. Yes, I want to talk about the Panthers. Oh my gosh. So we have the preseason game. It's tonight. Guys, you know I'm super hyped for the third preseason games. Yep. And football fans know it's the game that doesn't matter, but we get to see the <laughs> starters for three quarters. And I haven't had. Uh, more like a half. Mm, well, it depends. Yeah. I thought half. it was uh, a couple series to a quarter for the first game, the first half for the second one. Although Panthers traditionally have not played that far in. Yeah. A lot of teams will play the starters for three quarters. True. But true. the Panthers will play one or two series in the second half, depending on how They're it pretty goes. Conservatively. I, I'm really excited for this season, honestly. Yeah. I'm just new owner. You know, we're probably going to have the Panthers logo at midfield. New uniform Which will be combo. amazing. The Panthers have the best logo in the NFL. Yeah, we're, not, we're not biased. It's just the best colors, the best logo. It's my favorite color. Yeah, we're wearing blue jerseys, black pants tonight, which is the first time we've ever done that. I yeah, think we had blue jerseys, white pants for the first time. The I didn't game. like that, to be honest. I didn't like I'll it be honest if, with if you. we had white helmets, it would have looked better. I'll, I didn't like it because it made us look like the Dolphins. Oh. And I don't like the Dolphins. I love the Dolphins uniforms, though. Eh. They have a great uniform and a great logo, by the way. The old uniforms were great. The, oh, the new Dan uniforms were Yeah, yeah, like the, the aqua color, not the teal. I like both of them. I really do. Okay. The the two <laughs> one makes me think of Jason Taylor, the tight end. He was homeschooled, by the way. Jason Taylor, the tight end. I oh, see a tight end. Defensive end. Yeah, defensive end. That's, yeah, that's what I meant to say. Yeah, he was homeschooled. I thought you were saying James Taylor for a second. I was no, like, no, bro, that's a singer. <laughs> no, no, no. Anyway, um, Panthers are playing the Patriots tonight. Tom Brady is going to play for a little bit. Um, Brenton Burson tried out for the Patriots. 
So I don't let me. Did he me, make it? <laughs> I, I know they brought him in for a tryout. Oh my! So if Lord. he made it, if he made it, hold up, your boy's googling this right if now. If he made it, then I'm gonna get me a Brett Bill Burson. Belichick uh, is confirmed. He's uh, no 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 no. Ooh ah, that's that's a 2015 link. So he's a. Uh, He's not. Oh, da, 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 da. I doubt they wrote an article on him. Then <laughs> just check their roster. Okay, all right, all right. I'll do that. I'll do that in a little bit. But if Brenton Burson is there tonight, I might have to drive to Charlotte, man. Fun fact: That's Fun. my favorite wide receiver of all time, okay. Brenton Burson. Okay, okay. Brenton right. Burson is all my right. favorite. All right. Fun fact: Panthers played the same preseason schedule um, two year, three years ago when we went fifteen and one. Are you serious? Yeah. And we didn't have Kelvin Benjamin yeah, yeah. last year. Twenty. 23 and 3 without Kelvin Benjamin since we drafted him. Of course, uh, you probably heard all the drama between Kelvin Benjamin. We haven't talked about it on the show. Yeah, I don't think it's you. I want to talk about eh, that. Okay. I want right, to say. Let's talk about it. Okay. I've, I've been there for Kelvin since the beginning. When he was at Florida State, I saw that name. And you know me, I'm all about them Benjamins. Yeah. I saw that name. I was like, the Panthers, they got to take this guy. I'll be honest with you. I never liked him because he caught the winning touchdown against Auburn in the championship. I didn't watch that game, yeah. so I, I was fine with it. Mm. I just saw Benjamin caught the national championship winning touchdown, and that just made me feel good on the inside. But yeah. I was there from I got a Kelvin Benjamin jersey, blue, because that's the best color Panthers jersey. I've never bought a jersey before. haven't bought one since, and I wore that to a Panthers-Falcons game on the road and I had a sign that said, it all about them Benjamins. You know, Ben, he he probably said all this to make you mad. I Kelvin think he Benjamin. did. Yeah. He it's had all, one all catch you. for eight yards that game. I had beer thrown at me by grown adults, and I'm like 14. And he had one catch for eight yards and dropped like wow, a 50-yard you're, you're complaining about that? You were, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, I was, as now a somewhat adult, why would you throw beer Bro, at, a, at a kid? <laughs> Like yeah, I know. That's not cool. Anyway, it was just for him to come out, like for him to say Cam Newton wasn't the most accurate quarterback. All right. That's fair. That's honestly it's fair true. criticism. And I would not, I would be like, why would you say that? But like, that's also fair. Yeah. But when he comes out and says Cam doesn't know what he's doing or he doesn't know an NFL offense. Yeah. And it's like, I'm not going to sit here and say, I know more than an NFL receiver. But I might know more than Kelvin Benjamin. I mean, yeah. <laughs> this guy. Yeah, actually. He had no idea. He's just resentful because he was lazy and he wanted to, he wanted, he was just, he's the worst kind of person. I'm so glad we got rid of him because what he does is he Go takes off. his personal <laughs> failures and he puts it on other people. He puts mm. it on other people that have had success. Yeah. So he got injured. Ben that sweating sucks. right now, just so you guys know. <laughs> I am. This is, he, he had his, he got injured and that's terrible. And I think uh, his mom died too. And that is literally the worst. Yeah. But he took all of that and he could have taken that and used that yeah. for motivation to come back even stronger. And join D'Angelo Williams on Team Salty. Yeah, well, yeah. D'Angelo Williams, we didn't do him the way we should have. Like, we didn't yeah, but Dave Gettleman. Same really. with Steve Smith. Exactly. Yeah. And Steve Smith, Um, I think he said he wanted to retire a Panther. But anyway, I'm getting off track he probably with Benjamin. Will. He probably will. Yeah. Benjamin, he just, he took all of that, what he could have used for motivation to make himself a better player. He got lazy, and then he blamed the people who did get better. Cam had an MVP year without Calvin Benjamin. Yeah. Probably not from football reasons, probably because he didn't have that toxic person around him because that's a toxic person. I will say there are some uh football reasons because oh, yeah, for sure. Cam is um well number one, Kelvin Benjamin, he's not a guy who's gonna get wide open like Odell Beckham. He's yeah. a guy who's gonna he's gonna go up and get it like it's a rebound in traffic. Cam he's, he gets a shoulder on people, not Cam, a couple steps. Cam isn't he's not the most accurate quarterback, but that's okay because he plays a different way. He mm-hmm. plays 
explosively. He plays uh, little dump downs. He's he's more accurate. He he's really getting is. Better. He Crossing used to not routes. be good at those. He used to, but now he has CMC. You look at guys good. like when we went fifteen and one. It was uh, Philly Brown and Ted Ginn, Jericho Cotri. Jericho Cotri. It was there's speedy guys who were Cotri good. Was not speedy though. Cotri. But he was savvy. He was he was, he was, he was a good route veteran. runner. Yeah. That's was, uh that's what we're looking for. Yeah. I forgot um what's his face. That's this year that they're really looking for that. Tory Cot- Smith. Yeah, that Tory Cotri Smith. Role. Yeah. Tory Smith. I've always liked Tory Smith. But um He might not make this team, dude. I know. But that's a good thing, honestly, how good we yeah, are at wide receiver. Yeah, we traded for him though. That's the problem. We traded a draft pick for him. Well, that just speaks to how good we are. Maybe it wasn't the best, but like I don't blame the Panthers. Yeah. Well, everyone's always blaming them for not getting Cam Newton help, and now they're getting him help. I mean, I wasn't in love with taking a running back so high. I did like you mean McCaffrey. Yeah, I did like McCaffrey in college, but I was like, we could have got Naheem Hines in the fourth round type deal. So, but like he has looked yeah. so good this year, and Cam. Newton, oh, McCaffrey's going to be a, a bull. Like, there's no doubt about. That. I've heard He's, it. I've heard that he runs better. He that I heard one analyst say he ran better routes than any receiver that came out of the draft. When he came out of the Don't draft. doubt it. I really don't doubt it. I think McCaffrey and like CJ Anderson, like you look at how that's much. That's going to be a great one two punch. It really is because CJ is still a bruiser. He's is, not what he used to be, but he is still a bruiser. Is it even going to be a one two punch though? Because you could line them up together. You know, uh, CJ Anderson, he can run, he can pass block. Mm-hmm. Uh, McCaffrey, he can run. He can, a, he can also go. He's he, a really good blocker he's too. A good, he's a good pass blocker, but he's also a great receiver. And then. I mean, I'm looking at like Cam and CJ Anderson. They're that one two power punch. And then you mm-hmm. get it to McCaffrey in the flat or on like a halfback stretch, like we saw against the Dolphins. He went for 71 yards. And I mean, when you got guys that are that fast, Cam's going to be successful mm-hmm. because it spreads out the defense. Maybe you know, so you don't have to concentrate so much on Cam anymore. Exactly. Yeah. DJ Moore, See, fast. Samuel, Corey Smith. Samuel fast. is a 4 2 guy. He's one of the Curt- fastest guys in Curtis the NFL. Curtis Samuel, one of the fastest guys in the NFL. Those three guys, plus the route running of Greg Olson and and Devin Funches, who's a great route runner, those guys are all going to spread the field. You also got, and then you got McCaffrey. You know, you got to keep an eye out for McCaffrey because honestly, McCaffrey is more dangerous than Cam with his legs right now. Oh, for sure, for and sure. I mean, McCaffrey can take a dump off and take it seventy. Exactly. Yards. Yeah, Cam's not going to get these seventy yard runs like he, he did, like he did his, rookie, his year. rookie year. Yeah, oh, they're so good. Yeah, but um. Like I, I really think that this is the perfect offense for Cam to run, and I think it's the perfect year for us to to win the Super Bowl. Speaking not, of offense, yeah, we finally got rid of Mike Shula. Three years too late, but we still got rid of him. Yeah, we and got we got North Turner, one of my favorite coordinators ever. I I can't really have an opinion on him because I just know he's has a rep as a good offensive coordinator, and he and didn't a bad do, head coach did not do so good as a head coach. Yes, but um. All I can say is anyone, I would like you to be the offensive coordinator over Mike Shula, John. <laughs> I like I'm being honest, he was so yeah. bad. Dude, I mean, you never know. Like I, I get in a play calling like like a, a groove in Madden, and I'm like, dude, I I should be a coordinator. There's no I mean, I, there's no reason I shouldn't be in the <laughs> league right now. <laughs> I just do the slant routes in Madden. That that's my go to. That's why I lose. But that, that's slant Madden. routes in Madden, yeah. You just oh, you just slant routes three times in a row in the NFL. Your receivers are going to have broken jaws by the end of the game. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I yeah. mean, I understand that being a coordinator is a really hard job, but oh, yeah. I, I compare Mike Shula not to myself, <laughs> who's not a professional coach. I compare him to his peers, 
who were just so what's, much better what's than him. What's wild is that when we went 15 and 1, it was all Mike Shula. I wouldn't say it was all Mike Shula. I think that was all Cam, but Mike Shula was newer. You can't, and you, so people gave him a lot of credit. When I say all Mike Shula, I'm saying Shula helped Cam succeed. I'm not saying it wasn't Cam. I think at that all, was his second year as the OC. It was, a, it was his second year, yeah. And he had been Cam's quarterback coach. Yeah. All right. Looking at the schedule, we're playing the we're taking on the NFC East teams, we're taking on the AFC North as well as the Lions and who else? The Lions oh, wow. and the Cow no, Cowboys. Yeah, we do have the Cowboys. Uh, no, we do have the Cowboys. I'm saying Cowboys are our home The Lions opener. and the Seahawks are the two like weird matchups, but I think that's based on division winners or wherever you finished. If you won your division, you get the division winners of the two that you didn't that you're not playing. So we're playing the NFC East, so yeah. we're going to get the winners of the West and the uh, North. So well, if we if we second, finish second, we would get the, the second place. We were second place. Okay, second. well then that's why yeah, we're getting the, the second place. Yeah, Lions Seahawks. But I forgot we hadn't won the division. I think um, I think we we go three and one against the NFC East. I think we're we're going to lose to the Eagles on the road. Dude, we almost beat them last year, though. Yeah, they're 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 bound to have a down year. They're not the Patriots. They're bound to have a down year. They've had a down year for the past forty years. Yeah, and so now, what what make, what makes you think they're going to be really good? I know, I know, because it's they wins. won the Super Bowl. Yeah, I know. It's real. It's it's not rocket but science. But they're just not buddy. a team that's traditionally good. You see a lot of like the Panthers that, went fifteen and one. That's what and they said. That's we what they bad. said last year, though. Yeah, but we didn't win the Super Bowl. There's there's a difference between a Super Bowl hangover. And a losing the Super Bowl hangover, but I think we lose to the Eagles, but we uh, we beat the Giants, Redskins, Cowboys. I think we um, I think we lose to the Steelers on the road, but we beat the Ravens, Browns, and Bengals. That's a cool six and two. Go four and two against the division. Beat the Seahawks and the Lions. Twelve and four. Are we going to beat the Saints at all this year? They're scary, man. They are really, really scary, especially on so offense. Much. I mean, they added Cameron Meredith on offense. Yeah. And, oh, I mean, the Bears receiver? Yeah, he's coming off an ACL tear, no. but he's... Oh. Bruh. He was out. so good for the Bears, though. He was, he was good. He was pretty solid He was the their Bears. number one guy, and they he's, had no he's one else. He's coming off an ACL tear. He's, he's, he's not going to be 100%. But, but, I mean, Drew Brees with another weapon. If there's any year for Drew Brees to win a Super Bowl again, it's going to be this year. Yeah. It's going to be this year. I think I hate the Saints and I hate Sean Payton, but oh, I yeah. love Drew Brees. Drew Brees is one of my favorite players, and it just hurts me to watch him play for such a terrible organization. Super Bowl is going to come from the NFC, and it's going to be from the North or the South. Yeah, it's going to be the Saints, the Panthers, the Vikings, or the Packers. I can't wait for the Buccaneers to be bad again. It's it's going to be so great. They're always bad, dude. Yeah, I know, but like they get talked up last year. It was like Buccaneers are going to win the NFC South. Yeah. Hot take. Like no, they're not. They still have Jameis Winston. Jameis will be out of the league in, in a year or two. Hopefully longer than that so they stay at the bottom. <laughs> but, <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, yeah. Can you, like, in hindsight, you know the, the yeah. Sports Illustrated cover with Jake Locker, Blaine Gabbard, and Cam? It's like toughest decision in football. Yeah, like, toughest, toughest call looks. in football. Toughest call in football. But, like, when Jameis came out, it was Marcus Mariota was the number one guy. And now yeah. Marcus Mariota, not only is he really good, I mean, he's not had his breakout No, Jameis was the number one guy. Well, like... Marcus was the other guy, is what I'm saying. Oh yeah, you could yeah. you had your pick as Tampa. Yeah, Marcus is a stand-up person. He's a great person. Yeah. In contrast to Jameis. Yeah. Not great person kinda at like, the very least. Yeah, it's kind of like I mean, it's kind of like when you had to pick between Luck and RG three a few years ago. Both of those were great guys, though. Yeah, take, I mean, but take away the injuries for both of those guys, and they're probably two of the best quarterbacks in the league right now. Yeah, I do. I used to not like Luck just because he was talked about so much. But I mean, have you heard him mic'd up 
congratulating he's defensive funny, players. Dude. He's funny. Yeah. I don't know if he's doing it on purpose or it's actually genuine, but he he's does a it on guy. purpose. He does it on purpose. I have a really yeah. hard time pulling against him. I have a really hard time pulling against yeah. him. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I like Andrew Luck. I like Andrew Luck. I like um, 11 wins on this schedule. I don't think we win in the Superdome. I think we lose one or two games that we shouldn't. And yeah. I'm looking at it. Honestly, the Giants game is going to be tough because I think they're going to have a good year. Yeah. Well, Saquon Barkley, uh, Sterling oh, Shepard, Odell back from injury. I just I can't see Eli, and I mean, say what you want about Eli, but I can't see him only winning three games again this year, almost letting Geno Smith take his job. It's just, it's not going to happen, man. Eli's Eli, you know? Oh, man. He's, what in, about, he's what the about, occasional winner. He's going to occasionally win. How, do you, how good or not as good do you feel about our backup situation? Since we, Oh, our backups are horrible. Gilbert and Heineke? They are so bad. Did Heineke play at Coastal Carolina, or am I thinking of a different quarterback? I think you're. I think you're thinking of a different. Heineke quarterback. was at Old Dominion. That's Heineke what it was. was at Old Dominion. He threw for like 600 yards in a game, or something ridiculous okay. like that. I I know it was but one huge game. I have no faith. I don't think we would beat the Browns right now if what? we had Heineke uh, as our as he our has, starting quarterback. He has quarterback. had some nice throws in the preseason. Eh. We'll have to watch him tonight versus Bill Belichick. Yeah, we got Patriots. when the Ravens cut RG three, we better sign him. That's all I'm saying. Wait. RG3 still on the Ravens? Yeah. When oh. they cut him, because they probably will, they're going to take uh, Lamar Jackson. How long before Lamar Jackson uh, starts over Flacco? Two year? years. Two years? Two years. Yeah. Flacco's not been good the last couple years. Yeah, so. he'll, he'll step it up this year. He's, he's an elite gotta, quarterback, gotta guys. He is an elite quarterback. He had an elite mustache. Did, put some respect on Joe Flacco's name. He is an elite quarterback. He was good that year they won the Super Bowl. He was good for five years, and then they won the Super Bowl. Well... Yeah, he's put not, some respect he's on he's Joe not, Flacco's name. I respect the mustache, <laughs> and I hate that Aaron Rodgers gets credit for it when Flacco was the guy that pioneered it. It's an amazing mustache, and if yeah, I could grow the Fu Manchu, it, I would do it as well. But my, I, my I dad did it a few years ago, and uh, we I had a like a kid's Joe Flacco jersey because I just I really like Joe Flacco, um, and I I me and my brother would always get quarterbacks jerseys that weren't the Panthers quarterback because it was during the years of Jimmy Clausen. Jimmy Clausen. Do you and remember Brian St. Pierre? Tony Pike. Brian St. Pierre, the <laughs> only true Panther fans remember Brian St. Pierre. He threw two pick sixes back to back to Ray, Ray Lewis and then Ed Reed. Like that's just hey, he threw he was throwing to the goats. Man. Yeah, he was throwing, he was throwing to the goats. But uh, but yeah, so I get like uh, like I got like Philip Rivers. Uh, well, hey, yeah, yeah, pack. Joe Flacco, Aaron Rodgers, Peyton Manning when he was on the Colts, not on the Broncos. I still like Peyton uh, yeah, on the Broncos. I don't as like well. Peyton. I don't like Peyton as much as I used to, but um. Yeah, but my dad, he put on, squeezed on that tiny jersey and grew a Fu Manchu <laughs> and took a picture. It was pretty funny. Bro, you gotta send me that. We, we, we should post that on the I'll find uh, Twitter. It. I'll find it. By the way, thank you so much for uh, tuning in and giving us your time on your Friday afternoon. We hope uh, we made your day better. I know me and John had a really great time talking to y'all. You can follow us on Twitter at NCSU. Now that the school year started back up, we're going to start keeping that updated. I know we kind of got away from it a little bit if you're following us over the summer. We're going to keep you up to date with all of those non-revenue sports that you're not going to get anywhere else. You'd have to follow all of them individually. You just follow us. We're going to retweet their stuff. We're going to give you all some content and keep you up to that. Again, at PacIsLifeNCSU. Yep. All right. That's all we got. That is all we have. <laughs> wow, we really filled up that time. Yeah. I am super excited that we're back, and we're going to be back right here on 88.1 WKNC next Friday at 4 o'clock. See you all then.